0: Foundations.
1: Both times you've got the word basket is used in there, but mm-hmm. you could actually, you could actually say ark well, right. instead of basket. So you're absolutely right, the the third ark that is mentioned in the scripture is the basket or the ark that saved baby Moses.
0: Foundations: Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our program today, we're going to take a closer look at arks in the Bible to find out more about how many there were and also the real treasure contained inside. Do
1: you know how many arks are in the Bible?
0: Well, I would say two because obviously you've got Noah's Ark mm-hmm. and then the Ark of the Covenant, which is described um, in the Old Testament. So is there two?
1: Well... Actually, (laughs) actually there are three. You're right. There's the very first ark that is mentioned is obviously Noah's ark and this ark built by Noah uh, at God's command. And the purpose was to save the human race and the animal kingdom um, from the catastrophic global judgment that that God promised was coming. Mm -hmm. So the ark,
0: the physical ark. Joan of Arc's the other one, isn't it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it mentioned in the Bible, oh, okay. no, the Bible. Right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but this was a means of salvation. All right. The second ark, you you got that one. Uh, the first one mentioned in Genesis 6. The second one is mentioned in Exodus 25. It's the Ark of the Covenant. Again, Moses built this according to the instructions that God commanded him and special craftsmen had to make it. And it, this represented the literal presence of God on earth. And Remember, it had to stay and reside within the mm. Holy of Holies, within the tabernacle and then later on in the temple. And again, the purpose of this was a means of salvation because once a year the high priest would enter that Holy of Holies with the blood of the scapegoat on the day of Yom Kippur, which we've learned about. The blood would be sprinkled over the mercy seat that was on the Ark of the Covenant and that would provide forgiveness and salvation for the people for the coming year. Mm. Okay, So both these arcs yeah. were a means of salvation. Now, I'm going to give you a bit of a hint as to what the other Ark might be. There are two Hebrew words that are used, that are interpreted as an ark. The first Hebrew word is tava, and it, it, by definition it means a vessel. Um, it, it also has a secondary definition, which is basket. Then you've got an, the next Hebrew word for ark, which is used in reference to the Ark of the Covenant, and it is aron. And it means a chest or a, a cupboard, a box. It could even mean a coffin. Uh, it's a basically it's a container. Mm-hmm. That's what it basically means. Yep. All right, and so uh, you 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 look at these in the scripture, and you find three mentions. Um, two times the word tava is used. Once it is uh, once the other one Aaron is used for the ark of the covenant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so any idea oh. what the the what tava. As in, as being a vessel or a basket, any idea where yeah, you well, might?
0: I don't know. I mean, the only thing I think of as a basket would be uh, Moses, if he because he was put into a basket in the Nile. So that was, you know, a, an example of that. You, are, that's a, the you are a
1: clever lad. I don't care Ooh. what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind, have a read through Exodus two one to five.
0: All right. So that says, now a man from the house of Levi went and married a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was beautiful, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got him a wicker basket and covered it over with tar and pitch. Then she put the child into it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to find out what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the Nile with her maidens walking alongside the Nile. And she saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid and she brought it to her.
1: Now, both times you've got the word basket is used in there, but Mm -hmm. you could could actually say ark instead of basket. So you're absolutely right. The the third ark that is mentioned in the scripture is the basket or the ark that saved Mm. baby Moses.
0: And obviously you've still got that salvation theme in that because it saved his life literally.
1: Well, yeah, but think further down the track with Moses' life. Moses is considered by the Jewish people to be the greatest Jewish prophet that the people have ever Mm. had. And while this little little ark actually saved Moses' life, by saving Moses' life, they actually saved mm. the saviour of their people because Moses became the saviour of their people That's and right. brought them out of slavery and gave them salvation when they left Egypt. Mm. So he was a type of Messiah. And so mm. with that in mind, okay, Uh, Yes, you're right, very strongly associated with salvation. So every ark that is mentioned has salvation as its core facility, Mm. its core purpose. So if Moses was the forerunner of the Messiah, again, you immediately see some similarities between his life and that of Jesus. As an infant, Moses was put into a tiny little container, a little ark that saved his life, that allowed him to grow up to become the saviour of his people. Now, Jesus born in Bethlehem, he was also placed in a container. Now, he was placed in a manger. Now, I am not going to tell you that the word manger means ark because it doesn't. <laughs> it absolutely doesn't. It was a feeding trough for animals. Mm. I mention it only because of this this pattern, this image that we see. Jesus, this tiny infant laid in a container in mm. a manger um, who went on to be saved from the um, the, the almost certain death by Herod but he grew up to be the ultimate savior and messiah not only of his own people but to the gentile world to all who would believe yeah. and who are saved so you see this this immediately and then you know how we've also learned about the various different methods of Jewish interpretation of scripture, uh, that's called pardes, which is Peshat, remez, derash, and sod. Okay, sod being the esoteric. The last one, I'm not going to look at that. But if you just look at the various different scriptures that talk about these three arcs, and if you look at the, just Peshat, the very first surface level of the text, they all have what in common?
0: Well, they've all got this salvation or deliverance that they that they bring.
1: Absolutely. If you look at Remes, which is this hint of something deeper, there's a a, a dual or a double uh, meaning and intention. There, a prophetic meaning that would be that the, all Scripture, as we know, points and talks about Messiah. Mm. And so, therefore, if all of Scripture is actually pointing to Messiah, then the ark saving um, the people f- and the animal kingdom from judgment. That's a picture of Messiah. And then it's the same with Moses being saved out of the the water to become the Messiah. That's a picture of Jesus. The Ark of the Covenant, which has the blood on it, Mm. that is the means of salvation every year at Yom Kippur. That is. And it's the same with um, Derash as well, which is an allegorical one. Again, Jesus is the ark He is the means of salvation We come into him like the ark of Noah's day We go to the the blood that is sprinkled At every which way you Mm. look at it Jesus is this ark He is the ultimate And so we're kind of looking at this a little bit like a treasure chest You know, what's the real treasure? What's the, the real gold here? Well, in the um, the Ark of the Covenant, uh, the or when I say the Ark of the Covenant, the Hebrew word for that is used for the Ark of the Covenant. That is the Hebrew word, Aaron. It's a container, like a, chest, mm. a, like a, a bot, chest, like a treasure. Now, what's the first thing you think of when you think of the word chest? It is treasure chest? Yeah. Okay, that's what pirates are seeking for, yeah. and they hoard it for themselves. So, if the Ark is just the vessel. What is the real treasure, the real gold? What, it, what is the, the, the actual substance if the chest is just the container that carries it?
0: Mm. Well, it's got to be Christ himself.
1: It's got to be Jesus himself in at every single level. So we talk about the arcs as a means of salvation. We look at the historical events that surround them. But again, and I know I, I say it not almost every program, but almost every program, <laughs> John 5 uh, 39, where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he, he acknowledges that these guys are searching the scriptures diligently because mm. they go, in those things is is salvation, eternal life. And he tells them the scriptures you are seeking diligently are pointing to me. Mm. Everything they read, they're pointing to me. The real treasure is Christ. He, And it's that treasure that indwells us, sustains us, carries us, counsels us, nurtures us, disciplines us when we need it, the real treasure is Christ.
0: Well, we'll continue to explore some of these treasures in our next program of Foundations, looking at the Hebrew foundations of the Christian faith. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.